Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is part two of our lovely chat with Lachlan and Luke about LGBTQ plus housing. All started by you listeners, actually. That's the point of this series, isn't it? It's all about you. Here's part two. If you haven't heard part one, head back to the feed, listen to it first. Thank you. Should you have to disclose your gender and or sexuality to a landlord is what we asked our listeners. 2% said yes. 98% of you said no. And we've got a message from Anora. No, I don't believe we should have to disclose our sexuality as it is irrelevant if I can pay my rent or not. I agree. I've had to provide a large amount of info to show I can pay rent, which I provided, uh, which, by the way, in in and of itself is in the biggest amount of work. Um, Anora says, I live in a two-bed flat with my girlfriend. We applied and that was fine. Gave details of my partner, female, and I was then referred to as Mr., corrected the letting agent to state I was female, provided details as to my partner, name, date of birth, job, payslips, and they insisted to state flatmate instead of partner. Interesting. In London, it transpires anyway in the process, but is not a defining characteristic of me or my partner and not one that is relevant to renting a flat. Have you ever experienced any of that sort of... Um, not, yeah. not personally, but I do know... I was... Have, when this all came up, I got reached out by a lot of people and some relatives. And I've got a, um, a second cousin who um, is a lesbian. She's a bit older than me. She's in her mid-40s. And she said when her and her partner got a mortgage in the 90s, they got separate mortgages because they didn't want any stigma put on them or they were worried about it affecting them getting a mortgage. So they actually got separate ones for the property as, like, friends, essentially. Um, Basically, really? she was implying that they would have been refused a mortgage. If That's they what they were worried jointly. about, and and this was the, this was the nineties, wow. and she, you know, they've lived. I think growing up at a different time, she said, you know, they still don't hold hands in public. It's only recently mm. that she has came out to her colleagues at work, which she said she's so happy she's finally feels like she can do that. And I, I just it made me really sad for her, and I was just like, you know, if you in the street, hold hands, like. If everyone, everybody mm. else, you know, it should, it shouldn't matter, especially living in a place like London. But I think it was a different time. I can yeah, understand time. why people feel, yeah. of course, of course, know, threatened to Abs- do that. Absolutely. And, and growing up during, a, a, you know, a time like then when it was there was much more yeah. of a, a stigma around it. You know, it's hard to probably change as as time goes on. Do you two hold hands? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Although we did get kind of shouted at a couple of weeks back in, in, in Putney by a group of boys outside of uh, Tesco. Oh, yeah. yeah. In um, where? In Putney. In, uh, in what, London. What's that? Putney, South, Putney London, South yeah. East. London. It's where I grew up around there. Oh, nice. Send them my way. I'll have a web with them. Uh, <laughs> I think we've had that two or three times before, but it would never stop me. I think you only normalise something by putting it in people's faces. And I don't think it's offensive holding mm. hands. You definitely, um, 
because my mum and dad have got a place in Newquay and Cornwall. I think when you do it in places like that, and I'm from the Midlands, you probably get a, a couple more looks because it's not as regular. But I, mm. I don't think people have, are really offended by it. But like I said, I, we wouldn't stop. I mean, we don't really ever we, stop. We were holding hands on the beach yes, yesterday. We went for a lovely sunset walk. <laughs> we did. Um, oh. And I, I definitely had a moment where I thought, I think you think about it, don't you? Like, how are people, are other people comfortable with this or not? Like, it, you just don't do it and not think about it. That's how... uh, that's interesting because I, 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 I don't care <laughs> about but, anyone. But I guess we were all different. Luke was just having a lovely walk. Yeah. Um, yeah no, like... I listen. I, I, I feel the same. Like, I do it and I think it's great to do it and I think it's you know as it should be and be defiant and set the example. I would be massively lying if I didn't say when I'm doing it, I'm also half my brain is like mm, holding hands. Mm, quite like that there's no one around. Mm, oh, there's a person. Mm. You know, it's just it's just a low hum, isn't it? Mm. And I think it's, you know, I, 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 I don't know. A lot of people say, oh, for fuck's sake. But yeah. hopefully as time goes on as well, it's, you know, it's like the generation below us. I hope that they don't even question it. And, you know, the kids going through school now and if they want to hold hands with their mm. partner, hold hands and they don't have to think, oh, if someone's going to say something to me or, you know what I mean? It's, I, I hope that's well, the way it's going. It's, yeah, it's just funny with the house hunting thing, you know, like when me and my husband looked around places and, you know, like there's just a bit of a like, there's always the estate agent moment when they're a bit like, so who's going to live here? Like, they're trying to deduce it. Do you know what I mean? Of like, mm. so where are the wives? Is this two couples living here? <laughs> I don't wives? understand it. We're Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's sort of, you're aware it's happening, but you know, I always try and be up, <laughs> up front. Not up front. That sounds like I'm trying to admit something. I mean, as in like, I try and say something which gets them over it quite quickly. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I know that like, if you're taken by an estate agent to a house and the owner is there and, it, you know, like you see the owner kind of go, oh, you know, and it's just it. It's just a, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's um, like you're saying yeah. about holding hands. It's just a low hum in the back of your mind. When we were yeah. messaging people about viewing houses before we got this, you know, message from this couple, it's something that I had in the back of my mind. Like when we rock up to view a house Mm. as two men, like is there going to be a weird reaction? I actually thought to myself, should I ask my sister-in-law to come along to a viewing (laughs) with with my little niece because she's adorable? You know, like I had a weird thought like that in my mind. Like, you know, should I? Because you don't want for any reason, like if you find a beautiful home, you, that you think this is the home, this yeah. is my dream home. You don't want someone to say, well, I'm not going to sell you that house. No, no, yeah. you don't want that. But I've got to admit, I don't want to give anyone money that wouldn't, do you know what I mean? No, I like I'd rather yeah. not have that house if it was me. But all I'm saying is it was a thought. No, I, know, no, I, get, I, I get what you're saying. It was a thought. Yeah. It was there somewhere yeah. in my mind. And I mm. think a lot of people do that and, and don't even realize, you know, or don't, it's, you have the thought and you you I reckon what it. has happened to uh, to us has happened to so many people I, I reckon it happens mm. every day but like I said but most people just don't know if they'd have messaged us back which you'd think would be the normal thing to do if they didn't want us to live, you know live, live in that house by the house you just go I'm sorry it's sold or I'm sorry we've got no <laughs> you know we can't yes, do any more yes. viewings whatever just make something up you would think to to 
yeah. put something like that to someone to me was just so vile and arrogant and but this is more and more the and this is why I think it's so important this is just, more and more the world that we're living in now where people feel emboldened to vocalize mm. these kinds of views and you just have to mm. look at the religious discrimination bills that are trying to be passed all around all around the world mm. to see that there is a kind of more hard right movement particularly around some some religious groups where people feel empowered to discriminate in this way and it is kind of scary mm. i think mm. one thing that mm. that was um encouraging from what happened the outreach we had from people was so positive for the most yeah. part we had so many messages people that were disgusted and just couldn't believe i think everyone was so shocked it's like just based on people we knew People couldn't believe it because you just don't, you just yeah. don't, you don't expect it. You know, you're talking about, you know, other people getting it. Let's, let's have a look at um, Greg from Poland who wrote in because we asked the question, have you ever experienced discrimination from a housemate due to your sexuality or gender identity? And actually, 22% of people said yes, which is the highest yes we've had so far. No, 78%. And Greg said, it happened a while back when I was at university. I'm in my 40s now. I think it was in the early noughties. Noughts? we never did work out what that was called that decade did we i was sharing a flat with two other guys who were studying at different universities they were similar age to me apart from my closest friends i was still in the closet as being openly gay in poland at that time was just not safe i don't even remember how my flatmates found out that i was gay as i never brought anybody home with me and i was behaving and dressing like an ordinary guy but when they did find out their attitude to me changed, they became hostile. They started using slurs directed at me. Greg, this is awful. On one occasion, one of them blocked the doors to my bedroom. So I was trapped inside of it for a while. Eventually, the other guy moved the furniture that was blocking my doors and I was able to get out. But I needed to move out of the flat as I did not feel safe there. I finished that semester of my course couch surfing at my friends who were doing the same course as me. It wasn't ideal, but they were a nice and supportive bunch. Greg, I'm pleased to hear that. I don't even remember what was said, what I said to my parents about why I needed to move out, as I was not out with my family at that time either. A few years later, after I graduated, I emigrated from Poland. Greg, I'm really sorry to hear that, and thank you very much for writing in. Did you two ever have anything with flatmates or anything prior to meeting? I don't think so, but I didn't come out until we had met. I came out quite late. I was like 20 six twenty seven. I don't think right. I don't think I ever did and I'm presuming you didn't because you lived with friends for the most part, didn't you? I yeah, I was always really um I at that point when I left I left home just after I turned eighteen and I knew, you know, I, I, I wasn't out but I knew that I was gay and I was definitely or out to my family, but I was out to my friends mm. and um, I made sure that the people that I was living with, I was as comfortable with them and that they were as comfortable with me um, being gay. But it was definitely in those first few years of living with flatmates, conversations that I had openly with any prospective housemates, I'm gay, are you okay with that? Um, because mm. I didn't want to mm. be in a situation, you know, I was worried about being in a situation like Greg um, has described, which is horrific and that could quite easily happen yeah. at university because i know when i moved into my my dorms at university the first year i was living with nine other people and it was completely random you turn up it's like big brother you don't know who you're going to be living with totally. you could easily yeah. be living with a massive homophobe next door to your your, your room and then you're, you're stuck in that situation for a year so it, it, that would be awful i feel 
horrible that he went through that. That sounds not a nice experience. Jamie also wrote in, I moved to a new house from my small one-bedroom flat, hoping for a fresh start. It was a terrace house, uh, one house at either side. So it was going fine. And then one morning I came down to a letter through the door saying, this is a warning to keep the noise down. Now, I will admit I had a few late night callers for a little fun, but never thought it noisy. Well, Jamie, the only other thing I could think of was one night I came home and turned the TV on, but the surround sound suddenly blasted, which I automatically turned down. I haven't read the rest of this email yet, so I hope it uh, doesn't get really awful. But what I will say, Jamie, is I reckon it was probably the late night callers. Um, (laughs) So carried on quietly and then a few weeks later I get a letter with a notice of eviction. I couldn't quite explain. I had been quiet as a mouse. Landlord said that the neighbours complained about my noise, neighbours from both sides. When I asked the landlord what the actual noise problem was, he would not go into detail saying it was time for me to leave. It wasn't until I asked the neighbours they said that it was that they could hear the sex going on at nights. Yes, the walls were pretty thin, but I never say I'm loud when it comes to that. Well, probably not your best, uh, best person to judge, Jamie. We can all get carried away in the moment. Personally, I think once the landlord heard about the guys coming, he didn't like it. He could have told me what the noise problem was, so I would have been aware. Um, yes, I mean, I am inclined to agree that like people do think gay sex, the sound of gay sex is worse than the sound of sex, if that makes any sense. Do you know what I mean? Just because we're so good at it. And, uh, you know, we can't stop. Yeah. Once we pop, we're like Pringles, can't stop. That view with which you are viewed, that way in which you are viewed by people once they kind of work out something else about you that they don't like. I feel, uh, you know, I've, I feel like I've seen that before. But, you know, loud sex with thin walls, Jamie. Good on you. No? Yeah. Living his best life. <laughs> Jamie, thank you very much for sharing that. And I'm sorry to hear that. And I'm sorry you presumably, I'm sorry you had to move on. But I hope you found somewhere with thicker walls for a start and some bloody nice neighbours. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Boys, what's next with the house hunt? We're going to pick it back up, I think, aren't we? In a, when we're back, in yeah, a couple we're of still weeks. looking. Yeah, we still uh, we still look yeah. on Vibe. I think it kind of set us back a little bit when it happened. Um, it's also a terrible time to buy a house. Like you know, the market. <laughs> this definitely took the wind out of our sails a little bit. Mm. Um, but mm. as we said, we kind of had a bit of a break planned in already. 
so we're, we're just kind of taking stock, taking some time. We're still looking and then we'll just crack on and, you know. I mean, they're gonna, they might come back to us as well and say, do you want to buy us? Well, <laughs> we can't sell it now. So do, do wanna, they do know? Sell? Do they what? Did, how, how does it work with them knowing or not knowing? Because presumably, because the house is public, right? So mm-hmm. they must have been watching GMB going, oh my God, we fired off that email the other day and now this has ended up here. But, or, oh, yeah. or had you told them? They definitely no, knew. We, we didn't, didn't make any communication. We didn't communicate with them, with them at no. all directly. Like but... after this you know, incident, they definitely communicated with us. Like they kept sending messages with more kind of abuse. Oh, I didn't know that. They sent, they sent a message to us that they had sent to Purple Bricks and they forwarded it to us and it was a horrible it message. It was just horrible. And they were like very derogatory about us, but they also um, threatened to, to sue Purple Bricks for discrimination against them on their oh. religious beliefs. So they felt like they would be dis- being discriminated against because of their religious beliefs. But they're they so blinded. Do, dear. Well, I know. They're so blinded, I think, by their their own belief mm. that they can't see past the end of their nose to see that they actually discriminate against us in the first place and that's mm. the reason that that action was taken. But they they definitely are aware of everything that, that's happened. Like, they've been contacted by... They were you contacted know, by the press, the press and they refused and... To, co- to comment, I think, from what I saw. I think a, f- a few right. of them wanted to get them on and they've, I think they didn't respond to anything. But yeah, we're going to continue. We're going to continue the house hunt. Um, you know, we're, we're hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> what you've done is a brilliant thing. You've put a flag in the sand where people, a thing that people can point to when they experience it. As these listeners have been writing in, and thank you listeners for doing all that, it's happened to a lot of people. You know, we've heard a few stories today of different versions of it. And putting something out there, that's what I love about you too, is that you put something out there that people, want, if it's something's on Good Morning Britain and it's in, in the papers and all those things, it's, it's a public topic of conversation. There is something to point to for people who are experiencing in the future going, this isn't acceptable. Yeah. And, or even internally know that it's not acceptable. And, and when you get those feelings of shame and horribleness, when someone does something horrible to you like they did to you that should not have happened to have these experiences out there that people can think about, well, actually, no, those two stuck up for themselves. I can stick up for myself, you know. It's absolutely amazing. So thank you so much. And um, But I do have a few more questions. Rehouse Hunt, because I'm obsessed with Right Move. What are you two like as house hunters is one of you the decision maker do you fall out do you generally have the same taste we're we're quite good i think we're quite open-minded we're not set on one specific place or house we're very open i think the more experiences we've had because we've lived in lots of different situations we know what we want and what we don't want don't we we like we've lived in apartments which we like but when we buy we want to get a dog so we don't Mm -hmm. we don't want an apartment so we know that we want to be in a freehold we want a nice garden we've become obsessed with gardening since the pandemic that was one of the things we got really into um but i think we're kind of on the the same page yeah i think we like something with a bit of history a bit of uh Mm -hmm. providence nothing too modern um uh i love a a wood burner uh fireplace i think that's just really romantic and are you renovators a little happy to do a bit of renovating see that's the one thing we disagree on is i when i look i want to see like a kitchen and a bathroom that are like how i want it because i think they're the hard things to change and you have to spend a lot of money on them you can't really visualize as well Uh, i wouldn't go that far but (laughs) (laughs) the cheek your imagination Um... (laughs) are you listening to this this is what i 
fucking love about it is yeah. it's, it's like lighting a touch paper with any couple in the world or throttle. It's um, it's really tests your. I don't know. It, it's so many things at once. Like me and my husband have this agreement that we will never move a piece of furniture together because it is how to basically pour what, whatever petrol on a fire between yeah. us two because it's, I don't know what it's about. By the way, we end up moving furniture all the time, but <laughs> it never goes well. And with looking for houses, it's yeah. one of the two tends to be perhaps more like on the visual imagination side of we could do this. And then the other one is a bit more like practical and I'm, massively generalizing about couples but that's often the way and it's really funny because then one of you falls in love with the place and then it's like what do we do yeah. um i'm only speaking from personal experience um Lachlan has yeah. like wild <laughs> wild ideas like he'll want to do something and he'll go for this extreme version that's going to cost like 150,000 pounds like my mom and dad were just getting their kitchen done and he's talking to them about like marble worktops and but this and that you and like I, I can see my dad's face he's like <laughs> the panic you do it <laughs> you do it properly once you never have to do it again well right yeah. i oh, do it properly yeah. the first time like you know, a bit of quality, a bit of <laughs> investigation goes a long way. Lachlan, I hope you're not putting bleach on those marble workshops. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Well, good luck with your house hunting and thank you so much for coming on. Will you just help me out with doing a little bit of culture club, talking about what people are watching, what they're listening to before we say goodbye? Yeah. Um, we asked you listeners what you're listening to. Ace of Words is listening to the Trojan Horse Affair podcast, Fascinating and Baffling. Another podcast, uh, Men's Vows, Do You Take This Man? Oh, okay. Lots of people are watching This Is Going to Hurt with Ben Wishaw, written by Adam Kay, who came on this podcast before. Ben Wishaw is hot, says one person. <laughs> Agree. Have you watched? Have you watched? This is going to hurt. No, I, I haven't. haven't. But thanks for the tip. Yeah, I'm, can... I'm writing. I'm actually writing it down. <laughs> He's what, he... what are you two watching on? What's your holiday watch? Oh, we're a bit cliche. We are RuPaul. cliche. We've been watching. We've been watching RuPaul. You gave us. We we are catching up with everything. We are catching up with The Apprentice. Inventing Anna. Inventing mm-hmm. Anna on Netflix. Oh, is that good? It's it's. Yeah, it's quite good, isn't it? It's good, yeah. It's just an outrageous kind of story, isn't it? Yeah. We're also about mm. to start watching um, the new series of The Sinner, The Witcher, which we haven't watched yet. That's on our list. We've watched oh, the first season. Ending with Henry second. Cavill? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. Um, we started I- The Tourist on BBC as well, we haven't finished it yet. So I we- directed that before anyone says anything rude. What? You directed the show? Did you really? My other job is I'm a TV director, yeah. No way. Oh, amazing. Oh, well, yeah. we watched the first episode and it was bloody and brilliant. And it's on, it's been on our list and I'm like, I want the right time where I'm like not working and I just can watch it because it was so good. Thanks. Uh, that's why I interrupted you in case you said it was shit. It was in Australia, right? Yeah, in Australia in Ad- around Adelaide. That's where that's he's from. Where I'm from. That's where he's from originally. Shut up. Yes. No way. So we need to talk about Mary's Poppin then. Mary's Pop. Adelaide's only gay bar. Oh, it's a change. Oh, that's changed. It's called the Mars Bar. When I grew up, it was called the Mars Bar, and I got snuck in the back door when I was 16 (laughs) to watch the drag shows. (gasps) No way. Adelaide's quite kind of famous for only having one gay bar. I mean, it has technically had more than one gay bar, but they're always fabulous, and, you know, Adelaide's got a great gay lgbtq plus we love adelaide we, we missed it because we yeah. normally yeah. go every year and we haven't lachlan hasn't been able to see his family oh. for three years now yeah we love adelaide and i can't believe you directed that show so honestly the first episode we were like 
loving it. And I, I keep saying we need to watch it, we need to watch it, we need to get some VPN here so we can get BBC. Well, I don't think we tell the director of the show <laughs> we're going to watch it legally. That's... It would still be on iPlayer. <laughs> no, it's listen. very it, good. All I'm going to say is ExpressVPN. Oh, Express ExpressVPN. <laughs> ExpressVPN is my friend when I'm away. That's all I'll say. Um, okay, so Prince Androgyny has been watching Man in the Orange Shirt, a book written by Patrick Gale, adapted for television a couple of years ago. It's beautiful. And people have been reading, Lorenzo has been reading Obscene Acts in a Private Book. Never heard of it. Lorenzo sounds great. Don't Forget About Me by Arthur Russell, Real Life by Brandon Taylor. You two reading on holiday or are you just um, tanning? I just finished a book... Uh, by the author of The Martian. Do you remember that? It became a film with Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, called Hail Mary by Andy Weir, but like a sci-fi. I feel like my taste in books and TV is like my taste in men, very eclectic. Um, it was good, actually, like very entertaining. <laughs> Don't have to say that comment. I wish, <laughs> I wish Luke, I wish everybody could see Luke's face. I was um, like, it was okay. a bit like the marble worktops moment. Like, <laughs> I'm not reading anything at the minute. I should be, but um, I would say when I'm on holiday, I'm going to read. And then like, I just get... Dist- I've, I've got a drone, so I've been flying my drone all the time and annoying everyone in wow. Hawaii. So that's my version of reading. <laughs> I'm just taking my drone Well, it's relaxation. Yeah. You're I- on holiday. You do whatever you want. Exactly. Boys, you've been amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks and thank you us. so much for everything you have done with this campaign. I'm calling it a campaign now. Um, <laughs> and good luck with the rest of it. And I hope you find your dream home. Do thank let us you. know how you get on. I hope you'll write in and let us know. Yeah, definitely. Um, so listeners, next week it's LGBTQ plus adoption week. And we're asking, have you considered LGBTQ plus adoption? And we're going to be talking to none other than unlikely dad, aka Tom Cox, uh, who is wonderful. And I followed him for ages on Instagram. And he is a queer dad who's adopted a son and is the, shares his story really and good interior design so maybe you two should have a look at you um get in touch at homo sapiens on instagram at homo sapiens podcast on facebook send us your agony uncles emails your comments questions and agony uncles to hello at homo sapiens podcast.com have a look in the show notes for ways that we can donate to help the cause in ukraine for lgbtq plus specific places and also just general to do everything we can to try and help and the things in and around that will be developing over the next week or so as well from us lachlan and luke thank you so much for being amazing guests and coming with me on this homo sapiens journey thank you so much thank you so much for having us thank, thank you. you pleasure Thanks a lot. Bye now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Powered by Spirit Studios.